sunshine pinchers welcome back to another episode of just a quick pinch i'm your host connie wang okay so i've had this nagging feeling before and i don't know if you feel the same way but are you currently feeling like meh about how 2023 went like maybe it was a good year where good things happened but you might still be feeling like you don't have as much to show for it as you would have liked or now this is pretty common now that you're seeing like all these people post on instagram about how many goals they crushed or what they achieved you start feeling like you didn't achieve some of the 2023 goals that you had in mind, so now you're feeling down and less than everyone else. I think the thing that actually stings about this is you knew that you worked hard in 2023, right? And you even struggled a lot. Like, there were a lot of tough moments, but that actually makes you feel even worse that you didn't hit your goals and don't have as much to show for it because now you're like, well, what was the, all of that pain and hard work for? If any of this sounds like how you're feeling, today's episode is for you because what I've learned is there are hidden blessings in not achieving your goals, okay? So specifically, what I learned from this year's New Year's Eve was, and it was the first time I kind of thought about failed goals in this way. So basically, I have this tradition that always makes me feel ready. For, the tradition is twofold, okay? So the first step is every New Year's Eve, I vigorously clean our apartment because I believe it like cleans out the old juju and welcomes in the good new juju. And it's kind of like the only time our apartment really gets this good deep of a clean. Um, and it's funny because it's solely because I'm superstitious. Editing Connie here, um, I can attest she's she's really not lying. This is the cleanest it'll ever be, so... And the second step I do is I take out and read all of my old journals from previous years. It feels like a moment of like time travel to like have a meeting with all my former selves, kind of like we're all in like a boardroom and it's like 2020 me, 2021 me, 2022 me are like reporting how it was to like CEO me of like currently. Side note, before I go on about the surprise that I learned from the journals this year, I also do some other random stuff. Like I eat 12 grapes at midnight because it's supposed to be good luck. I wore polka dotted underwear. And then also the last thing I did to to really like seal in the success is I went so far as okay you guys are gonna like literally die of this this is a little really such a stretch but so Jimmy and I like never buy lobster right but we like randomly saw a pre-cooked one at the store and bought it um and had some leftover from like the day before New Year's Eve and then on New Year's Eve I was looking up superstitions and they were saying how you can't eat lobster on New Year's Day you're not supposed to because lobsters in the wild crawl backwards and having it on New Year's Day means you're gonna have like a year of backwards progress. So I, I wasn't risking it. I wasn't having none of that. So I made Jimmy finish it immediately, all the lobster at, so as to save our 2024. It's what had to be done, right? Anyways, okay, so I was reading my journals and I realized I didn't hit like a lot of my goals for 2023. Um, to be honest, going into 2023, I think that was the first year of my adulthood where I felt like I didn't have to do some drastic overnight change to myself. Like I was pretty happy with myself going into 2023. So I didn't really have like a ton of goals the way that I usually do, which in itself I think is growth. But I was actually kind of laughing at myself, honestly. Like the thing was, I didn't feel sad about it because when I look back, I look at the goals I made, I'm kind of like really glad I didn't hit these because I actually learned a lot from what happened while these goals were not happening. Um, I became a much better, more authentic version of myself, not despite not hitting these goals, but because, because I did not hit these goals. And here's why. So we make goals because of how we think they're going to make us feel, right? So we think if we lose 10 pounds, we're going to feel more confident. We think if we land this job, we're going to feel more successful. Like the list goes on and on. And what I find is that New Year's Eve goals reveal more about how we want to feel 
than what we actually want. They're like how we think we're going to get these feelings. But that means also that we might be writing down goals that we don't actually truly want. So anyways, now I know what you're thinking. You're just like, Connie, you're just giving excuses. You're just justifying your failed goals and like trying to make yourself feel better about the fact that you failed. And to that, I say maybe. <laughs> just kidding. To that, I say it's not what you do or didn't do that dictates if it's like a fail or not. It's what it is, is it's the story you create from your experiences. And it's the lessons that you take away from life and its events that dictate what it truly is. And so I think in the end, you learn a lot more about yourself and about what you want in your life from your failed goals than even the goals achieved. So for example, when I was not rehired for my favorite summer job in college as an orientation leader, I thought I failed big time. Okay, I thought I was a failure. But you know what's the story I've created that like came out of the ashes from that experience? That summer unemployed was the first summer that I ever really got to think about like where I was going and who I want to be and like what I actually wanted. And that was the summer I finally was brave enough to admit I didn't want to be a pharmacist. And that was the summer I decided I was going to go to dental school after I graduated pharmacy school. Looking back, I'm so glad I went through all of that. Um, and I'm so glad that my story is what it is today. It's a huge part of my identity capital, right? So I look back and I'm so thankful I didn't get what I wanted. And my hope for you is that after listening to this episode, that you can create your own Phoenix from the Ashes story from the ashes of 2023 and turn it into what is going to be the best year of 2024. Okay, my hope is that you can look back at the moments you didn't get what you wanted and connect the dots to like make this masterpiece of what you are actually secretly creating all along. So what I want you to do is take a moment to look back at your goals for 2023 and think about what happened instead of you achieving these goals. Like what happened while you were what, what happened while you were not achieving these goals? Because for every goal you didn't achieve, that time and energy and focus had to go somewhere, right? Like it's this is definitely like a law of physics or whatever. Like it's like matter is not like created or destroyed. It's just like, I forget how it ends. It's like reduce, reuse, recycle basically. So that attention that you had, that focus, that energy had to go somewhere else. There had to be a reason you were doing something else instead of achieving that goal. Even if it was just surviving and getting through the year, how did you manage to survive? Like, what did you learn helps you survive and keep your head above the water? Did you meet any new people? Did you have any new conversations? Did you, this is one really good journal thing that I want to think about later. Did you change your mind about anything? Did you get clarity on anything? Did you try and learn like you didn't like something new? Or did you try something new and learn you did like it? Like because of not achieving this goal, did you get to be there for someone who really needed you? Or did you have someone there for you this year when you really needed them? Like these are all of the hidden blessings of life and the things that come in when we give the space to receive these things. Like sometimes not achieving and getting what we want gives us the space to really achieve and receive what we need. So today, to give an example, I thought it would be fun as always to expose myself and show how I went through it by sharing my three failed goals from 2023 and the lessons slash wins I've gained from them because I'm really excited going into 2024 now with these failed goals and everything I have. So let's get into it. So the first failed goal I had this year was I didn't end up working as a cosmetic dentist or in a cosmetic dental practice and like building my whole cosmetics case portfolio. For anyone new to my journey, all of dental school, I thought that was the path I wanted, right? Like I took a special cosmetics course. I connected with a bunch of cosmetic dentists. Like this time last year, I was convinced that was my path. I was going to be some like young, hot cosmetic star. And I do deeply love making things look pretty. I do deeply find satisfaction in cosmetic dental work. 
But part of why I wanted to go that path was because dental school Connie just like purely didn't know anything else. She didn't have the scope. She didn't know what the real world was like or what real world Connie was like. She didn't know her blind spots or her skills and talents really either. Editing Connie here. I think a lot of times too, when you start at something, you don't really know how to define success for yourself. So you kind of define success based off of what other people say, how you think it should look. Um, you use social media to be like, okay, that's what success looks like. And it's only once you start working and like learning about yourself in the field that you can really make goals of what success looks like for yourself. I think a lot of dental or like any sort of healthcare students go through that. When they're in school, they have this picturesque idea of what success is after graduation. And it's only once you drop, um, once you actually start living in that real world that you can decide what success looks like for yourself. She only knew the context of what was right in front of her during school. Okay. So in hindsight, this was the best possible thing that I didn't end up in a practice like this because one, I still have so much to learn, okay? It would have been so much extra stressful and frankly unrealistic for me to start in a boutique practice where you offer this type of like specialty cosmetics that takes years and years of training and experience to master. And let's be honest, I am a new grad fresh out of school. It's not that I provide suboptimal care or anything. Like I'm very proud of the dentistry I provide, but... I'm still learning how to optimize my clinical skills. I'm still learning how to like develop my sense of self as a provider, like develop my self-confidence, having these difficult conversations and working on my blind spots. And I think January 2023, Connie just didn't know how much she didn't know. She didn't realize how hard it would be to transition into the real world tangibly or how exhausting it would be or how much it makes you question your abilities and your skills. Like... All of that on top of being in, let's say, like a cosmetic high demand clientele kind of field, that would have been a lot. Another thing I learned uh, only in the real world and didn't learn in school was I love treating entire families. Like something that really lights me up is getting to meet mom, dad, all the kids. And I think the thing that's cool is January 2023, Connie definitely did not know like specifically to look for this. She didn't know like really what she wanted or what she should be looking for or what was a good fit. So I'm just very thankful that things didn't work out the way that I planned and they worked out the way that I needed instead. Failed goal number two. So this was interesting. One of my goals for 2023 was to interview this like long ass list of like really big guests. And I, <laughs> looking at this list, I look back, I didn't interview a single one of these people. Uh, I like laughed because I was like, wow, literally not one person. Um, I think I might've like pitched to some of them, but I'm really glad I actually didn't achieve any of this because one, this is the year that I realized I need to become a better interviewer, okay? I don't know if you felt that way. Um, personally, I look back, I think I have lots of growth, but I still have a lot to learn and I could be a lot better. And interviewing is high key, really, really, really hard. It's probably one of the toughest things that a lot of people never really get to master. You have to have the intuition, for example, for like when and how to ask things and listen at the same time. And it's just way more complicated than having a combo if you wanna do well and I wanna do well. So. I'm glad that I have the perspective now to like work on being a better interviewer. I have the sense for like the types of stories I want to tell on this podcast. Like recently, I think I've realized a lot of the realness that I want to show on this show. But January 2023, Connie didn't have that context or plan. She was just like, let's just get a bunch of these like big, awesome guests. Like my goal guests previously were honestly created more from big names that I would be excited to like hear from, which is still nice. But now I'm just saying I have a better understanding of like the kinds of stories I want to pull out of people. And it's one year later, like had I asked them back then and gotten the chance to speak to these awesome people, I might have flubbed it, which would have sucked. Or even worse, 
I would have probably wasted the opportunity to extract certain stories and I would have probably just like allowed myself to get some like surface level cookie cutter like interview stories, which is fine. It's what most people get. But now my mission is to really like extrapolate and pull the real, real, real raw stories from people, right? And that took a year for me to develop and work and understand. Also, my marketing sucked back then. Um, I was just using like Zoom and my mic was bad. So the quality wasn't even that good of the episodes. Like honestly, for anyone listening now that listened back then, thank you. Thank you so much. I promise it's only going to get better from here, but thank you for sticking with me. Um, yeah, My social media content wasn't that good back then. So going into 2024, I'm just glad now I have more perspective and like maybe someday I'll still interview these big guests, but this time I'll have that clarity and focus that I needed this year to learn and develop. And this is an example of what you think you want not being what you need. Because on paper, yes, of course, I still want to hear from these big successful people. I want to learn from these guests, of course. But being an Asian tiger mom to myself right now, what I need instead is to be better and to focus on like improving myself. And also, I truly believe in timing. But now I'm more evolved and better at my craft, better marketing, better tools. I can just, you know, make the future episode that I do with these people receive the best way that it can. Of course, I always say go before you're ready to learn. Like you got to learn along the way. But this is one of those times where I feel like preparation and strategy are truly key. Okay, and then my third and final field goal I had was last year, I really, really wanted 2023 to be my year of fitness and being a little gym rat. Like I see these girls on like Instagram and TikTok with like their cute little shorts all toned. They like just seem like they have their life together. They wake up at like 5 a.m. and they like just have like everything seems like like so cohesive. Like they have their workout sets, they have their pre-workout and their bottles. Um, I started lifting weights in 2023 and like started trying to have a routine. I also started taking pre-workout, which I actually really do love. I think I talked about this on the podcast. I just love the taste of it. Um, but anyways, throughout the year, I just ended up feeling not as motivated as time went on, not enjoying what I was doing. I, I wouldn't work out when I was feeling stressed, which is kind of the opposite. I, I know it's intuitive when you're stressed to not work out, but I really do think that it's the healthiest thing because it helps you work off your stress. For example, like animals in the wild, when they're stressed, they shake. And so going into 2023, I was like, okay, every time I'm stressed, I'll just work out. But that didn't end up happening. And I also stress eat. So therefore, I just didn't hit my fitness goals of being more toned and in better shape. I think a lot of my goals were honestly more focused on how I looked too, which wasn't the healthiest thing because that can really play mind games with you on your sense of self-worth. This has affected my self-confidence a lot though because sometimes it really bothers me and one thing this whole experience has taught me is how complex the word self-confidence really is and how com complex your relationship with your body and your weight are. Like I look at old photos of me in high school and I think like, oh, I miss that high school body. I miss like not having like cellulite and all that like normal things you have when you get older, but the things that you kind of like hate. And I miss feeling like I didn't have to constantly like think about how I look in photos. So maybe this is all just part of growing up too and like getting used to the changes that your body goes through. Sometimes I feel like there's a second puberty in your late 20s and that's where like hangovers get worse. It's easier to gain weight and you just feel like you have to start taking care of yourself more because you feel so horrible if you don't. Uh, and the thing I'm taking away from not hitting this goal though is that because I had this fitness slump of not hitting my goals and not feeling great about myself, that's kind of challenged me to reinvent like how I see myself focus on the self-love component. And that's how I found my current favorite workout of core power yoga videos and Pilates. I think t January, 2023, Connie thought weightlifting and strength training or like sweating a lot was like the only thing that made a workout good or worth it. 
which is really just my perfectionist self feeling like I have to like earn it. I have to earn feeling good and like otherwise I'm not worth it. So this year, because of my fitness slump, I learned how important it is too to have fun with your workouts and find something that you genuinely enjoy. Like because I ended up having the slump and then finding Pilates and core power, I ended up learning patterns of random things I really enjoy. Like I learned, I actually love yoga poses involving balance. I don't know why it's so fun. I also love doing like little pulses of things in Pilates videos. And I learned I actually really love workouts involving like toning arms, but using less heavy weights. In the past, I used to think I hated arms, but now I actually like it. And this is just another year basically in the self-evolution of learning to love myself no matter how I look and being the self-validation that I need and like giving myself compassion for the days I did miss the workout. Moving into 2024, Jimmy and I have decided to do more like activities of exercise that are fun. So these are things like skiing, which we haven't done in like the last 10 something years. I used to love ski trips in high school. So this is perfect. So my new goal kind of is just like, finding my inner child with that and doing the activities I love. That also includes pickleball, that's fun. And just embracing, like I said, the things that are inadvertently just like good and healthy for yourself without having the goal be solely to like lose weight and sweat a lot and like do the most intense thing, right? And I think hopefully this will set me up for a better lifestyle in the long run. Like instead of pushing myself to squeeze and fit fitness in when it's not fun and instead have it be like an active choice to like show up for myself and have the point be the fun <laughs> and the taking care of myself. So anyways, that is the three kind of like failed goals I had and like what I learned from them. For any of you guys out there listening, I hope that this can kind of be inspiration for how you can write your own story. Like I said, your own Phoenix from the Ashes story of how 2023 was a transformational year. Just not, not despite you not hitting your goals, but because you did not hit those goals. Okay. There is something to gain from this year. This year was special. This year had its purpose. And I just want you to be able to find the magic in that because because 2024 us needs us to pull it together and learn from our lessons and grow and 2024 us is going to be better for it they're waiting on the other side of this year so with that january wait no yeah january wait no oh yeah it is january oh my god it is so trippy to me that it's now january 2024 <laughs> I like literally can't believe it as I'm recording this. So anyways, January 2024, Connie out. I hope next year, January 2025, we look back on this and we have some more fun stories to tell ourselves. If you like what you heard, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and I'll see you guys on Friday. Bye!